millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Is the locket ring like the uh, the little booger sugar ring? No. <laughs> <laughs> is that like the little... It's supposed to be like the poison ring. Oh. How did you, you know that? <laughs> You're like, how did you know it's that? It's a little thing and it's got a hinge and yeah. poison ring. It's from like medieval times. So if you, get, if you like, get caught... Like, yeah, yeah, so like you like put it over somebody's it glass. There, you do this on somebody's glass Cyan- and you close it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You close it up and you walk away and... I don't know why I like them. This you is don't the second one I have. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast. This is episode 35, kind of a big deal, and we're also kind of late this week. We were originally going to go Monday, and then you were going to come Monday, and then we switched it because we did some things that we'll talk about a little bit later, and then we're going to go Thursday, and then I forgot I had something Thursday. So now it's Friday, and you're here. I'm here. And it's official. So this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's Mike. I'm Mike, you know, the whole deal. Um, <laughs> so we talk a lot. We talk a lot on this episode. We have a lot of questions, and for you guys that do listen regularly, there are um, you know listener questions that we read off, and there's messages that we get, and sometimes we have these really, really, really long <laughs> Really, really long novels that we have to sort through um, from, uh, you know, our friend Renee. And ladies and gentlemen, Renee. Hi. (laughs) So uh, we are here, episode 35. This is going to be kind of a fun one. It should be pretty interesting. We want to know how Mike is as a coworker. 
Um, you know, and you can be honest. You can do like the completely honest truth. Yeah. Here. So anyone who doesn't know, <clears throat> Renee, Renee and I worked. We we went to the place that we worked. No. But we nope. we did work together in a very uh, high stress environment. <laughs> it was a hostile. It was a hostile environment. 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 Which, which uh, I kind of I kind of mentioned or alluded to this on previous episodes, but your introduction to being there was Three way weeks. more intense than mine. Three weeks I was there. Jeez. <clears throat> yep. um, that was that was a day. Yeah. That, that was a day. Yeah, I we won't get into that, but I I remember him starting and then telling me what was happening, which is a little, you know, kind of out of the scope of things we can talk about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I was like, holy shit. Like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, dude. And I was like, hey, you were supposed to be at the house that day, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first day. My yeah. first day was that day, and okay. and I was on my way, and I was all excited, and then I get the phone call. Up. It's August fifth. Whoa! Sheesh! Wow! So wow! Yeah. Probably. Damn, that's yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. I was on I was on my way. I was all excited, and then I get a phone call, and um, and uh, yeah, they said, hey, we're really sorry. Uh, Mr. Perez, but we can't have you come in today. Uh, we actually have a f- uh, an emergency crisis situation. Um, we will, we'll let you, are like you. So yeah. So they said like we have a situation, um, and so you, we can't have you come in today. And so of course my dumbass is like, oh, okay, it, what about tomorrow? Am I good for tomorrow? And she's like, you know what? We're gonna have to let you know. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll call you. you. We'll, ha- we'll have to let you know. And so in my mind, I'm like, fuck, did I get fired already? Like, am I gonna like? <laughs> I didn't yeah, start didn't, don't, don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah. You didn't want to be there. Yeah. That was the worst place. Yeah. And so that, that actually sent me back from working there like another like almost like week and a half, two weeks, I remember. Yeah. And, I'd, and I'd already put in my last day. Yeah. Uh, I, or sorry, I already reached my, my, I already was off from Daily Brew. So I wasn't working. And then I had like this two weeks of just like. Hanging Wait, out. Yeah, hanging out. <laughs> and I was getting all mad. And I was like, I remember a part of me was like, it had to have been something pretty gnarly if, if yeah. something ha- something major had to have happened. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and something major did. So. Yeah, it did. <clears throat> it it should have been a sign from the very beginning. <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> Things are not going to work out well here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Actually, um, R, he was supposed to come that, that, the fifth was supposed to be his first day too. RP? Really? Uh-huh. That was supposed to be his first day, too. Whoa. And they were on the phone trying to get him not to, you know, to one more day, just one more day. I had no place to put the poor child. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That was supposed to, he, he got there August 6th. Wow. So. But my very first day of going to the <laughs> site was, Renee was there. I met Renee. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, I was showing him how to. Check rooms. Check the rooms. Had to do a good job checking the rooms. I learned a lot. I was like, oh, this is uh, very intense. <laughs> Looking for, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for those of you that, that are going to be watching the episode, I'm going to pre-warn you. You guys are going to be seeing me do a lot of weird head movements because there's this fly that's been in here for the past, like, like two weeks. Like, I swear <laughs> it's the same fly. Like... <laughs> and people, I'm sure people will be like, flies only live for like a couple days. It's a lie. It's in here for <laughs> I can't, and I can't get it. I'm about to go buy one of those bug assaults, like the uh, salt thing. Yeah, the little salt rifles, so I can um, so I can take it get out. Get rid but, of him. 
Yeah. So I might swing and just accidentally slap Renee. Uh, and I promise that there's no ill intent behind it. <laughs> so, but that being said, let's jump into our, uh, let's jump into our mental health check. Yeah. You want to start with you? Uh, sure. Um, so I feel, so mentally, I feel like I've been good. I've been very good. Um, I've been uh, doing, I guess I've been walking pretty much every day for the most part. Uh, but I've, but I've been, uh, I've been singing a lot, which is good for me mentally, uh, in preparation for October. And then, um, I've just had, I've had some, uh, I've just kept myself busy with the things that I enjoy doing. And I felt like all week I've been able to do things for the podcast, Burner State, MBR, um, and, uh, it's just been, I've just felt good mentally. I felt super clear all week, which is, which is good. And, uh, yeah, I think mentally I've just been, I've been doing, I've been doing really well. And, uh, I'm just, I'm trying to ride this wave out and see how long it'll, how long it'll go. Cause, uh, it's been, a, it's been a really productive week for me. Nice. That's good, man. Yeah. You lost some weight. <clears throat> I have. Yes. See that you're fitting into some smaller shirts again. I have. You know? This is uh, <laughs> this is my the barber shop I go to, Union Barber. Shout out to Brandon and crew. Uh, I haven't been able to wear this shirt for a minute, at least not comfortably. And yeah, so I'm. I've been. Uh, it started off no sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big fly. It's a big fly, it's right? Like it's been here just growing. <laughs> He's eating well. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been, I, it started off as no sugar. And then from no sugar, it went to uh, intermittent fasting. Yeah. And then it became keto. So now I'm doing all three. Intermittent fasting is really good for me. It's been, it's, it's, uh, it's, I think it's probably been the most helpful. Except for, I'm thinking no sugar is probably good too, but. Yeah. The fasting's been pretty good. So, but it's been, yeah, it's helped me. Yeah, I've lost some, lost some much needed weight, I think, for myself. But yeah. the big thing for me is my mind. I feel like I've been like clear. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned um, October. Have we officially mentioned that on this show? Hmm. What's happening in October? Uh, is that like a thing? We, yet? Haven't, we haven't made an announcement yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like just preparing for october like, uh, like okay <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i mean it's it's i mean we're we're playing in october yeah but we haven't announced dates and we haven't announced we're we're playing in october yeah we haven't announced that either yeah so we're we're gonna we're waiting because we're waiting on one little domino to fall <clears throat> it's kind of annoying but once it falls <laughs> then we can announce it because we have the everything yeah, so we're doing a walking blind live show in October. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't 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 take my word on that. Um, what about you? How are you doing? Um, well, this last week's been a little crazy. Yeah. yeah. My uh, mom was in the hospital. Um, which it was scary because yeah. of what you know we thought she had heart problems and all that. So it was a little scary this time, but turns out she had her tests done on Monday and she's fine. Um. So I was a little screwy. That's a little, that's a little scary. Yeah, I was a little screwy last week, but she came home Monday and everything's fine. So 
Um, I've been charged with making her walk. Nice. So I have to take my mother for walks every day. You should uh, tell her that a friend of ours likes to walk around the kitchen island. <laughs> I will tell her that. Yeah, you don't have to go outside. I, I will you tell her that. Actually, they have There's, like a, a round... Um, like a dining table? Or no, like it's a, it, like their house is like a, a round oh. plan type of thing. So I could just take oh. her and walk her through the living room, the family room, the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. You walk you anywhere, guys. There we go. Steps are steps. So, yeah, that's steps my job. Steps are steps. Steps are steps. So other than that, I mean, I don't know. So can we ask... During this time, especially earlier in the week, because there's even a, a possibility if had we done the episode Monday night, it would might have it was kind of dicey whether you would have been able to even be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because so, that's Mondays when they did your tests. Yeah. And so uh, what 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 did you find was helpful for you? Like what I guess what are your coping things? What, what, what are your go to's when you're, you know, I guess in a situation like that, which is kind of scary, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, mostly I watch movies and start binging on shows on Netflix and which ones? What yeah. Wait, what are you wait, watching right shows? now? What shows what are you watching right now? I'm <laughs> yeah. right now. I'm watching. Well, I've got, I've got a couple of them going black mirror. Mm. Okay. Um, the umbrella Academy. I just started that a couple of days ago. Oh, wait from for season one. Like, I just started season two. Well, I'm about halfway through season two. Okay. Fun, so. fun fact, Jesse's brother does the music for Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to have to listen closely. And actually, they've got some good songs on there. Yeah. They've got some, some really some good songs. There's some cool stuff going on in that show. Yeah. yeah. And um, comedy. Stand-up comedy. Nice. I love watching stand-up comedy because it's just... Nice. And I got it all set up on my computer now. I was watching it all on my phone. I thought, this is really stupid. <laughs> There's a computer right next to you. Yeah, the computer's right there. Right I'm sitting screen. like this. I catch my, myself doing that sometimes. Like, I'll be right here and I'm said I'm watching something on my phone. And I'm yeah. like, wait a second. What am I doing? So. so, But I got that set up, so it's that helped a lot. But right. other than that... Who, who, uh, who, who, what's a, a stand-up set that you've seen that you've enjoyed? Or a comedian that you just kind of are like checking out. Christopher Titus cracks me up. He just makes me laugh. He's so funny. Um, on really bad days, though, it's feel funny because I'll go like 15 minutes and nothing's funny. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then yeah. suddenly everything's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I use, I use stand-up comedy a lot because it takes your mind off of yeah. you know, the immediate and so... There's this, there's always like this ongoing debate when it comes to stand up, like, you know, about stand up comedy being offensive or stand up comedy, like hurting feelings and stuff like that. Um, do you, do you live in that like category or in that world of like something shouldn't be said or do you feel like oh, no. stand up ca- comedy is like, comedy, <laughs> I mean, I know the answer comedy. to this, but I, but I feel like I should ask it anyway. <laughs> like, no, I, you know, it should push boundaries. It should make you uncomfortable. Things like that. I think, for the most part, I think it should. Yeah. Because it's, it's, if we can't laugh at ourselves, yeah. you know, what, what are we coming to? You know? You're going to be just fine on this show then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like some of our, some of our bonding came at the end of our shifts when we would share. Yeah. Kind of like what we do. Yeah. And I was like, so I was like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're, we're, right. we're trauma bonded or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So that's cool. Well, what about Mike, you? Michael? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Um, it has been uh, an interesting roller coaster of a week there. 
There he is. There's my yeah. arch nemesis. Um, it's been an interesting <laughs> roller coaster week because, um, so, like, pretty much right at the end of last week and through the weekend. Um, so I do voiceover on the side, like I have, you know, mm-hmm. and I get this email <clears throat> from one of like my like bigger like regular clients. So this is like a huge chunk of money every month type deal. They're like, hey, somebody I had never gotten an email from this company and they're like, Hey, uh, I don't know if anybody's reached out to you, but just to let you know. And then they listed the names of the people I work with. They've been let go. Um, and the division that you've been working for is kind of no longer in existence at this company. So, um, we still have you on the list if we need voiceovers, but it's not going to be the regular thing anymore. And I was like, Oh fuck. Okay. 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 That's fine. Um, you know, so I, it like that happened. And then we had been in like, kind of like jumping back and forth on, you know, we've talked about big things coming on the podcast. Like, and we talk about it a lot and guess what Martin? Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 Guess what Martin? You're not my real dad. No. Um, so we, we, you know, we had been looking at, and we, I guess we might as well talk about it now. We'd been looking at vans, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, we'd been looking at vans just because the idea was that like we both kind of spent a big chunk of time, like living out of vans and, you know, being on the road and touring and stuff like that. And one of the things that we really want to do with this podcast is revisit old trauma, revisit old trauma. trauma. There we go. Uh, You know, just to make us better at this show. No, um, we, we, one of the things that we wanted to do was really like, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that we want to do is kind of like reach out to like friends of ours or like bands that are touring, you know, people that are playing and like on the road full time and check in with them on their mental health. And what we realized is like, you know, especially if you're not from California, it's tough to go to a show, right? Like let's say somebody's playing in Orange County, they're here for a day, then they have to find a way to make it all the way out to essentially to my house where we record. Yeah. And then ha- be here long enough to record a show and then make it all the way back to the show before they have to play. It's kind of like it's it, you know, it's pretty difficult to like go out of your way, especially if it's like, hey, we're not, you know, like it's not like we're paying people to like <laughs> yeah. be on our show, you know. So um, <clears throat> we still wanted to have that aspect. And then like the whole Zoom thing, like it can happen and it's cool and it is cool to connect with somebody, but I feel like the connection in person is so much more, you know, like meaningful, I guess, than like staring at a screen. So then the idea came, the, the idea actually came like really early on when we started the podcast, let's get a van and like, we'll kind of rig it up so that we could just show up to shows. Nice. You know? Um, so like, you know, after the whole, so after the whole voiceover thing happened, then we were like, I was messaging a bunch of people about vans and everything was just falling through left and right. And like, we had one van, I finally like worked out getting the money and then like, all right, cool. We have cash in hand. The guy's like, ah, it's gone. It's sold. We're like, oh, geez. right. <clears throat> and then, so finally we, I find an, another van, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, reach out to him, negotiate, bring the price down. And then I'm like, yeah, we'll be there tonight. 
little did I know, Chase Bank, <laughs> thanks JP Morgan Chase, uh, changed their hours apparently nationwide to now they close at five o'clock. Oh, I don't get off of work until five o'clock. So my whole thing was, oh, I have until six. I'm gonna run to the bank afterwards, get the cash. And I had convinced this dude to drop the price. Like, I'll be there tonight. Like, he's like, all right, tonight at this price, you know, whatever. Get to the bank and it's closed. Oh, Jesus. It's more money than I can actually pull out of the ATM. They're like, the ATM is just not programmed to do that. <clears throat> so I'm just like, I was like mad. I was just so, like, I felt so defeated. And I was telling Mike, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> and Mike's like, maybe we should do an episode tonight. It might be good content. Right. <laughs> my, uh, my, the best response, though, for yours was just like, I don't think I can, man. I've taken too many L's. <laughs> it's like I'm t- I've been taking too many L's lately. And then so um, the the end outcome of that was finally we you know we talked to the guy and um, he agreed like okay come tomorrow. I, I actually sent him a deposit like not even like I don't know this dude like whatever just <laughs> you know, if we lose hundred bucks we lose hundred bucks yeah. type thing. Um, and then so the next day we went and we picked up a van. So now yeah. there is a van for walking blind, part of the big things that we've been <laughs> talking about for this show. So that's, that's like, you know, one aspect of the, what we've been talking about. So that kind of helped out, like helped get things to fall, you know, into place. Yeah. Um, so, and then I had a couple, um, a couple projects come across my desk that were like nice like little, uh, one that I even, um, <clears throat> So I was working with, uh, I was working with a friend of ours, um, on a project and because of the sponsor for this, like this project, all I was thinking in my head, cause it deals with trucks and stuff. All I was thinking was like, have you seen that clip of the, you ever, you ever, uh, mistake your girlfriend for, <laughs> you know, like, or whatever, the like Ford, this, the, is how, the, the this is how it feels to drive a Ford F-250, yeah. right? <laughs> So I did the voiceover for this, like the way I normally would, like, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I'm going to do another version with like the Southern twang to it just for fun. Like, <laughs> ju- and I even told him, I was like, I sent you another one just for fun. He was like, dude, you guys still got the Southern boy in you, you know? <laughs> so I sent it over and then I get a, I get a message from him like two days later. He's like, dude, we went with the Southern boys. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? And he's like, dude, it just fit the music and it fit the vibe of the whole thing. So we went with that one. I was like, no way. All right, cool. You know, so <clears throat> yeah, it's been a little bit of a, it's been a little roller coaster, but, uh, Look at you rallying, rallying, we're, we're coming back. We're coming back strong. So <clears throat> I'm excited. There's, there's some cool, there's some very cool things happening in the walking blind camp. Yeah. Um, and you, you're privy to all of them. Yes, so I you, get to hear you it. Know, you know. <laughs> so I know what's going on. Yeah. <clears throat> So I'm excited. And I'm if even, he doesn't volunteer it, I bug him until yeah. he tells me. <laughs> I'm even I'm even trying to uh, like I I talked to Rawl or I sent Rawl a message. I was like, hey, maybe we should get a uh, liquid death wrap around this van. You know what I mean? Dude, that would be cool. Please, that'd be that. amazingly hilarious. I don't care. I'll like, do imagine you got to take that guy that you had behind you and put him on the back of the van or, something. <laughs> or in the front or in the front. Or in the front. Put him in the front <laughs> seat and we can we can just go in the carpool lane even yeah. if it's only us. <laughs> I actually had a friend who, he works um, in Hollywood, and he does effects makeup, mm-hmm. and um, which includes masks and all this. And I don't know how he ended up with this thing, uh, but it was a guy. They named him Sergey, actually. And he looked real. Yeah. And so 
my friend would take and put him in the passenger seat and go straight down to where he needed to go because he looked real. Awesome. Actually, on the way here, I was thinking, gosh, I need Sergey. (laughs) (laughs) I have a, um, ever since I started riding motorcycles, I have this really bad tendency now because on a bike, you can just hop in the carpool lane or split lanes or whatever. So now when I'm alone and I'm in traffic and I'm just like, I tend to zone out when I'm driving, especially if it's like somewhere where I'm going that like I've been to a a billion times. Right. And I have this tendency to just hop in the carpool lane while I'm driving without even thinking about it. And I'm alone. And then I'm like, Oh, (laughs) I need to get out of the carpool lane. Like this is not, this is not, this isn't good. Dangerously living in the danger zone. You know, it's a $200 ticket. It's a little pricey. Yeah. A little pricey. It's probably, more, probably more now. Inflation. I'm sure yeah. it's more. Oh, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, dude. But big thing. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited. And so um, <clears throat> we're trying to determine uh, what the next steps are going to be for the van. There's a couple things that we need to do before it's like, I mean, it's road ready, but before it's like show ready, um, you know, like we want to. We're gonna do some swivel seats. We're gonna set up like some cameras and everything in there. And um, I've been working with uh, our buddy Ryan as far as like picking his brain as far as like lighting in the in the van and stuff. But <clears throat> the van's cool. It's like awesomely early two thousands on the yeah. inside. There's like <laughs> there's like limo lighting up up top and everything. So you know it's it's pretty interesting. But it's cool. It's comfortable. <clears throat> Power everything. Power there's a TV. Everything. It gets PBS. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. Pretty rad. <clears throat> so, yeah. Awesome. We are... I promise we're not all talk. I know. That's the thing, that's the thing that's, like, that's, like, frustrating. Yeah. It's like, there's things happening. We just can't... Like, I don't know. I think the problem is really. that you and I are both so excitable that we're like, oh, we want to talk about this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this plan for so long, but then at the same time, we probably just shouldn't have said anything at all until, yeah. like, hey, guess what? Yeah, guess yeah. what we did? But, you know. That's right. You know. It's okay. Months, months of that. The pay, the payoff. Yeah. It's, there's, there's a payoff here. Yeah, a tear. <clears throat> well, um, I guess we kind of went to little, look a couple things, but uh, you guys want to do like a like a week slash weekend recap? You heard mine. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> fair, yeah. fair. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Actually, yeah. I did a lot of uh, dog sitting because Dad would get up at six in the morning and go over to visit Mom in the hospital and be gone all day. So, mm. so. I got to potty train the puppy. Ooh. Finally. That's fun. So, well, yeah. It's better than have him poop in the hallway. True. So, True. But, yeah, so I did a lot of babysitting. But I went to see my mom a couple times, but did a lot of babysitting. So, nice. other than that, that's it. So, so Mike is on this um, essentially keto diet, right? And last week, um, we met up for coffee. And then Martin and I had to run by a shipwreck barbershop. Um, Martin had to drop off shirts. I had to pick up um, <clears throat> some money from Jake because we finished the record and, you know, like we we're paying off Kelly for making us sound incredible. Yeah. <laughs> the record sounds so it good. Sounds like I'm amazing. Kelly, still right now, I'm so stoked on this. I like, I just, I can't wait until it's out. But, um, <clears throat> and then Mike went to go pick up burner state merch i believe mm-hmm. and then we were going to turn around and meet uh and get lunch <clears throat> so 
we get there and Mike's like, yeah, I'm like 20 minutes out, you know, whatever. And he's like, but just, just order me something like keto friendly. And me and Martin are both looking at our phones <laughs> and then we look at each other and then we look at the menu. We're like, what the fuck are we supposed to order? That's keto friendly. <laughs> and we're just looking at it like wings. And I was like on Google, like what's keto friendly at, at, uh, Lazy what is it? Dog. Lazy dog. And wings were like what came up. So Mike got wings. Got wings. I put mayo on them, and uh, which that's a that's a weird. That feels like a weird choice, dude. I love. I put mayo on everything. I love mayo. I you also have everything. an unhealthy obsession with ranch too. That too, which I'm. I don't think I can have ranch. Why can't you have ranch? Isn't it high fat? I feel like it has sugar. No. I don't know. Everything has sugar. I know. Yeah, literally everything has sugar. Yeah. We looked. And well, salt. <laughs> Actually, I basically took Mike's. Oh, no, we looked it up. Uh, the buffalo sauce doesn't have sugar. The buffalo sauce you can have because it's yeah. basically just butter and hot sauce. Yeah. And so I was able to do <clears throat> mayo and buffalo sauce on my <laughs> <laughs> on my wings, and it was delicious. There was, <laughs> there was something so, like, strange about watching Mike just take a wing and dip it in mayo. <laughs> Dude, okay, so. <laughs> I did. I was like, how? Whatever, I'll, I'll put this out in the world, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> even before keto, for no reason at all, sometimes I'll get Wingstop and I won't have ranch. I'll put mayo. Really? You're the first person I've ever seen just dip wings in mayo. Yeah. Actually, I, I started doing it. So I've, so I've done keto in the past. I did it like kind of a long time ago. And I remember one of the things when I was coming off of keto mm-hmm. uh, was I would get wings. Wingstop. That's like my first like, like stop the stop the diet. But I'm gonna try to not do many carbs. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, one of the things they said like you can use mayonnaise as a as a like a sauce, whatever. Yeah. And I loved it because I love mayo. Mayo and broccoli was oh, a yeah. oh yeah was a treat as a child. We, we converted children on, at the house, by the way. Did that, we? That was yep. like the only way that I would eat broccoli for a long time was with mayo. Something my uncle put me on. Yeah, so why not put it on, on a wing? <clears throat> I don't know. This just feels why, weird. Why not? <laughs> it feels why wrong. Why not eat your fries? That's like the thing in Europe. People are like, oh, you're going to hate it. People like eat only eat their fries with mayo. And I was like. Dude, I do. <laughs> I do the mayo ketchup, mayo ketchup mix. Like, you hear it. Yeah, he's, he's on, on the top of your head. He's on your head. On... Oh, see, that's my life. That's my life all week. I'm going to get him now. Hand me that little green book right there. Yeah, I just need I need a weapon just in case. A weapon. <laughs> I need a weapon. Why not this bigger one? Because it's heavy and I don't <laughs> want to swing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give him a little yeah. small one. I'm close to him. Yeah. So. <laughs> Actually, no, I can't. Yeah, don't do that one. Yeah, don't do that. I one. was gonna ask you for that, Stand's but I was like, it. no, not Stan. Yeah. Stan no. doesn't deserve that. Uh-uh. Oh, um, I do have another uh, cool thing, Mike. This is gonna make you feel a little old. Okay. Last night we were at the LLU white coat ceremony. Because Nathan is officially in medical school mm. to yeah. become a doctor. Yeah, stings a little. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, while I was standing in the back, um, the door opens, and I just see a trailer come or trailer, uh, <laughs> a stroller, a stroller come in, and then I see a couple walk in, and I, like, I just saw from behind, and I was like, oh, this dude has like a pretty nice like three quarter sleeve, and I was like, it's Dylan. Dylan Tyag. Um, and then I, I couldn't get his attention. He 
moved to the, all the way up to the front. So I just shot him a message because I didn't have his number. And then afterwards, he's like, yeah, I was there. I was like, and then your response was amazing. I was like, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I saw Dylan at the LLU white coat ceremony. He's like, and Mike goes, yeah, it's a bunch of Filipinos in medical school. Like, <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, I was yeah, like, it makes, yeah. It sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <clears throat> so, well, you know, so that, so there's, there's a segment that I'm going to introduce at some point. And I don't know, I want to give it a cool name. Something like Thick Boy Time Machine or something like that. Or, <laughs> Ooh, okay. But, uh, it's where we go back to a pre something in a previous episode mm -hmm. and give an update or, or fact check or way uh, interessante. Yeah. So actually the one I had was, uh, an update would been, uh, for Dylan's daughter. She's out of the hospital now. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyone who saw that in episode, I'm not even trying to remember mm -hmm. anyway, but yeah, Dylan's daughter, uh, was in the, she's in the hospital for a couple of months, I yep. think. She's she's there, nice and healthy in the in the stroller. So, cool. Very cool. That's yeah. good. All right. Well, um, pretty much. Oh, Burner State had a show. I guess we could talk about that. But Burner State has a lot of shows, man. We do have a lot of shows. You guys are playing a lot. Uh, the one thing I will say about this show, and I don't care. I doubt anyone from the other bands watches this, but uh, I think. The guys are starting to understand, not that they didn't, but I think they're starting to actually see it in practice that like promotion will mean like, yeah, it'll make or break. It'll your, make, you know, drum show. Yeah. And, uh, and there's, there was, there's bands on there that I went through. Cause like, this is the, and I understand this, you know, I, I apologize. No, I don't. <laughs> don't. No, don't apologize. No, I don't. Cause, and I felt this way since before MBRE was even touring was I never understood when a band couldn't draw. Especially a band in the area. I understand like a band from like if you're out of state. You're out of or, state or even like bands from San Diego, I don't expect them to draw. Yeah. You know? Just like in the same way I wouldn't expect them to for us, I wouldn't I would hope they wouldn't expect us to draw very well back in the day as mm -hmm. a punk band. But now in the age of social media, there's no excuses mm -hmm. at yeah. all. You know, and I know that like, you know, oh well, you know, posting on Instagram doesn't mean anything. That's not the only way to promote. You can, no. you can, there's several ways to, to promote just on Instagram. Yeah. But there's other ways to do it. And so at the show, I made note of some of the bands that didn't really draw. And so I went, I checked their social medias and just saw their lack of promotion. Would you like to call them out by name? And so, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I think it's really fucking lazy. I think, band yeah. Does that. And I think that there's a lot of, especially some like younger bands that go, oh, hey, we're playing these shows with big name acts. I know this because I thought this when I was younger, too. Mm -hmm. We're playing shows with bigger bands. They're going to bring crowds and their crowds are going to listen to us. Mm -hmm. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> you yeah. know, like it's just, yeah, they don't. It, unfortunately, especially with like punk rock and hardcore and stuff like there's definitely like a lot of like a lot of people are kind of elitist about the bands that they pay attention to and listen to. Right. Like, like I'll never forget <clears throat> when we in creative void, we got put on a, a few of the shows on like the 10 for 10 hardcore tour, right? Like 10 hardcore bands, 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. And it was a, such a sick lineup. And I remember playing house of blues, uh, Hollywood. And we played like, there were some people there, but like mostly we were just, we were the baby band, right? Like nobody knew who we were. 
Um, we even we even like gave them a, a lower merch count because House of Blues takes merch cuts, <laughs> a lower merch count so that like if we you know sold some shirts we would be able to put gas in the in the van yeah. when we leave instead of them taking our money type deal <clears throat> but um i remember like a photographer standing on the side of the stage not taking photos of us he was taking photos of the entire show didn't take photos of us just sat there and then afterwards he's like i've never heard a local band sound cool i was like <laughs> thanks dick <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> you know um but yeah, it is, you know, like, and, and I can kind of like say that like I had that like lazy mentality when I was younger, mm -hmm. especially in the beginning days of that band. But then like <clears throat> watching the older guys um, and then like kind of learning how to promote and shit like that, like eventually Creative Void was the band that would like, oh, there's a show in town, 100 CDs, we'd burn our three song demo on 100 discs and just put them on every car like oh. you know and that's why i was so excited when i saw like darsum at rockefellers had the flyers on the cars yeah. i was like fuck yeah it's so sick <laughs> yes you know like that early promotion before there was instagram and like there was myspace and facebook and stuff like that but it wasn't yeah not like it is yeah now. wasn't really like it is now like creative void doesn't even have an instagram there's no make one for for what <laughs> that'd, be an, that'd be an interesting thing to just like create a make a creative void uh instagram do it just to see what jake does just <laughs> <laughs> just see what jake does and just to see how many people are like wait what's happening with creative void like is you know oh my gosh that'd be funny <laughs> i remember one time like after we stopped playing maybe like six years after williams um <clears throat> was like he got on the facebook creative void page and was said something like Anybody interested in hearing new music? And then like two minutes later, he's like, nah, I'm just fucking with y'all. I'm just taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> that's fair. That's a, that's a Williams thing to do for sure. <laughs> Dude. Well, and so I guess, so in, I guess in all fairness, like we, I, I feel like for no bragging rights, we learned a lesson very early on, like really early. And I'm thankful that, uh, that we were told straight up what, what it was like, why, why, why local bands have to sell tickets? Um, you know, like how, and, and, and the person that's telling me this, you know, I, 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 I listened when he spoke, it was, uh, it was Joe Lujan from showcase theater. He was the promoter or, uh, yeah, promoter, promoter for the, for the shows. And, and, uh, and I remember him just being really like, just real with me. And he's like, dude, like if you're good, like you're, you know, you know, eventually you'll be able to get on shows. He's like, but he's like, this is, this is a, this is a business, mm -hmm. you know, like, this is a business. So like we need to like make money to keep this thing open or else you don't get to see any of the bands that you want to see. And if you want some, if you want to, if you want to play and you want some of the, your favorite bands to come through, then like you need to start like basically like making money like mm. like and and it's not hard it's like bring friends it's like bring you know whatever yeah and so we took that to heart and we would we promoted like crazy so so all i'd say is i i just i have a real hard time now especially social media it's so easy mm -hmm. um and i tag all the bands you know i tag i'm always doing stuff like that so like for for bands to not draw in 2022 
to a show that they're a local at? I don't understand. I don't, I don't feel anyway. So I, I made, I make notes of that stuff. And there's a difference between a band who does promote and they just don't have a following because mm-hmm. they're new or whatever, or, or, you know, I, that I'm totally cool with. I'd rather have a band that works hard. And even though the, maybe the numbers aren't there, mm-hmm. I'd rather have that than, you know, a band that's good and doesn't draw and because they don't promote, they don't yeah. work. They just, all, cause all I, all I see is like, we're just going to wait and try to bank yeah. on everyone else's fans and then steal them, whatever. Like that's how I see it where it's like, or how much better would this show have been? Had we all promoted? Yeah, had everybody yeah. just at least posted the flyer a few times before the show. You know? yeah. yeah. And it's like, and, and, uh, and for band, like, and I know this must've been the thinking for, for, uh, whether, whether it wasn't this show or another show, but like with bands, another thing I don't understand, like a band will be like, well, you know, we didn't really promote it. It's a Sunday night. Then why the fuck are you playing? Exactly. Why are you here? Like that shit drives me nuts. Like there's bands that have said that to me and they have been dead to me. Like there's some bands, there's a reason I don't promote. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I hear that shit, I'm like, "Mm, it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Anyway. So it's just, uh, so I'm that I'm really, I I really like, uh, that the burn shit guys are like, Mm -hmm. they take initiative in that they, they're starting to promote. And, and, uh, like they're having a hard time. Like I did on Instagram. Mike had to help me out and give me like pointers on how to promote when our album was coming out. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, my, <laughs> like, don't do that. <laughs> do that. So he showed me how to make it look cool stuff and then how to add music to it. And so now the guys are starting to get on board with that, which is cool. And, uh, yeah, but all that to say, August 12th, <laughs> the bands that are playing do promote. So, yeah. But, Anyway, sorry for that little tangent, little rant. Your little angry rant about angry rant. local bands. Local <laughs> bands don't draw. What are you doing? <clears throat> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, all right. So I guess, uh, so this one, we we kind of already talked about. We don't have to go too much about where we were our last job. I don't think we really need to revisit that. We kind of already shared our, it was hard working there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys don't have to relive your trauma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So this is. Maybe we can trauma, traumatize others. Yeah. If you guys only knew some of the things that that went down at that place, we make it sound like something like a torture factory. Uh, pretty well. Pretty much was. <laughs> For us, anyway. <laughs> But we su- we survived and look at us now. <laughs> so much stronger. Yeah. Um all right, so we tried this last week or yeah, last week or our last last episode and it's a uh, then versus now. And so I was trying to think of like it worked really well last week because we knew that uh Rawl was from the hardcore scene. Mm-hmm. And and uh and so and he's about our age more or less. He's a little bit is he younger than us? Uh, he's younger than us. Anyway, well, anyway, and so, uh, so I, I was like, okay, so hardcore, something we all get on. So, Zilla, come questions that. Well, for the, for you, I'm trying to think of like what what does Renee have in common with with us here, and one of the big ones was movies. Ooh, because you're a movie watcher. Mm-hmm. And so I find the weirdest ones I can on Hulu. You do. <coughs> I find you do. some really bizarre. Have movies. you watched Velocipaster? No, I have not. <laughs> have you watched Wolf Cop? 
then you haven't you, found the weird okay, yet. You are going to have to really start making a list for me. Because <laughs> I get some really weird ones going. One of the, okay, so when, sorry, I, I may have shared this, I don't know. But when we would travel, one of the greatest joys during touring was when we'd stay somewhere that had Netflix. That yeah. was like one of the greatest things ever. And so a lot of times, you know, if something there'd be something that we could all agree on, like uh, something just came out, like a new show, and we'd watch it. But then there'd be times when like we'd have we'd have conflict on like, well, I don't watch that, I don't watch that. Yeah. So the one thing we could all default on, even myself, was then all right, let's go look for something with sharks in it. <laughs> and so we've seen everything. We've seen like <laughs> shark to puss. We've seen shark, all the Sharknados. Make, make a shark versus... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll see... Uh, or it has to be something like ridiculous like that. Like, so like the Veloso... What is it? Velocipaster. Velocipaster. <laughs> it's like this is, this is how good the movie is. I'm, it won't spoil anything. I'm just going to give you the first scene. It opens up. <laughs> <laughs> it opens up and basically like his parents die in a car explosion. So you see the car and then it explodes and he's like, no, but then it like literally on the screen says like, we couldn't afford the special effects. So just imagine like a car exploding <laughs> and he's like screaming and there's no car exploding. <laughs> it's that, it's that kind of movie. I'm going to have to find it. That sounds, that sounds awesome. It's pretty rad. I mm. thoroughly enjoyed myself with that movie. All right. So it's I, taunting us. Yeah, I saw that. It's right there. I get the uh, the the thing with the zapper. Have you seen those? Yeah. Um, all right. So I didn't really know how to go about this for a then and now for movies for all three of us. Um, but I guess a, a way to do it then versus now is I guess like what are some childhood movies and do they hold up? Interesting. So, like movies you saw in your teens. Okay. Or even younger. Before you guys were born. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say it. <laughs> yeah. I already made my one faux pas earlier. That's yeah. not that old. That's that old. <laughs> or, a, I mean, you don't look that old. <laughs> Gosh, you're ancient. You don't look like it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, movie. Uh, any any movies from, from when you were younger, do they hold up? Do they hold up now? And they don't have to be like the great blockbusters at the time. They can be whatever. Okay. I'll, I'll start since, yeah. So a movie, it, it holds up well to me. I don't know how everyone else feels about this, but it was, it was my favorite movie growing up and I still enjoy it so much when I watch it now. And it's the BMX movie rad. Okay. It's super cheesy. It's super <laughs> oh, corny. Thousand percent. But I, I mean, I, I guess, I guess technically it doesn't really hold up. But I feel like it kind of does. Like, do you feel like it still holds up? Like, out of nostalgia, like you enjoy watching it, or do you feel like if that movie were to come out today, kids would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get a BMX." <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone because I have one of those movies. <clears throat> uh, so, I guess maybe maybe it doesn't hold up. But I still love it, and I think it is a nostalgia thing. Because when I see it, I'm like, mm. I'm in it. Yeah, my freaking fantasy baseball team is called Crew Jones and Crew, Crew Jones and Company, which has nothing to do with baseball at all. No, <laughs> but I've I've had that name like since I started, so whatever. Just just a side note, uh, 
I always wanted to do a uh, fantasy team called like the Manila Folders, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe within my office or something, you know. See, my, my, uh, I like my, my fantasy hockey name. It's uh, Ice Chanclas. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> what about you? Childhood, childhood or... I'm not mentioning any because you're going to go, what? <laughs> was that a movie? Well, it wasn't like Jaws. <laughs> I actually was not old enough to go into get into see Jaws. Well, and see, kiddo, me see? and Jackie Look at you, snuck young, in to little, get it. Little yeah. young whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> see? Actually, no, it wasn't Jackie. It was Carla. Mm. We went and snuck in and sort of. She asked how old I was and I was, I'm a crappy liar. And I'm like... <laughs> Um, um, I'm old. Um, um, no. <laughs> so I had to have somebody else buy the ticket for me. Nice. So, but yeah, we snuck in and saw that. Actually, one, actually, one movie that I was thinking about that I probably, I could probably recite it. Um, okay, no, don't laugh. Okay. St. Elmo's Fire. I okay. love that movie. That's a classic though. Yeah. I love that movie. Why can't I? Why am I not thinking about like, a bunch of kids on detention in the library, and you have your jock, your popular girl, your Breakfast Club. <gasps> Breakfast Club. That's what it is. I was like, you're explaining it, and I'm like, <laughs> that's not Animal's Fire. <laughs> that's not Animal's Fire. Oh, it really is Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. That's yeah, Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, that's not Animal's Fire. <laughs> do I correct her on this, or do yeah, I just go let ahead, the uh, you know? <laughs> Uh, Let the respect show. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Breakfast Club was good. Breakfast Club. I like Breakfast, Breakfast Club. That's fun. <clears throat> I don't know. Do, does that, so do you think, does that hold up now? I don't know. I feel like it kind of holds up, but they just don't, kids don't look like that anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like the movie get, itself, I think, holds up. I think, you know, high schools haven't changed. You still have the... Naughty people in the typing movies that came out. So, in uh, <laughs> movies that came out when Renee was young. When Renee was so young. So, around that, around that <laughs> they time, they were still black and white at that, po- that point. <laughs> around that time, somebody was like, like, yes, rotating the projector, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> we, we can, we can do uh, these are all like high, high rated movies that came out around that time. The Blue Lagoon. Oh, I saw that one. Okay. The Shining. The Shining, okay. That's a good one. <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> Dude, Caddyshack? Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, holds up, holds up, <clears throat> holds up. Blues Brothers? Holds up. I don't think I ever I saw it. I don't remember it. It had um, Dan Aykroyd and... Um, was it Dan Aykroyd? I think it was. Yeah. And John Belushi. Dude, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Aer- yep, saw it the Airplane. Airplane. Okay, so I feel, I feel all the movies... Back then, for you, I feel like they what all year hold did up. You put in? <laughs> <laughs> like, how old yeah, was yeah, I at this time? <laughs> yeah. See, so. Two years after that. Yeah. Because everybody's gonna be looking it up, going, "Okay, when did that movie come out?" Okay. So that's how old she is. <clears throat> yeah, don't research too hard on the years. Yeah, I don't think, don't overthink it. Um, <laughs> so I have two movies. One I know I doesn't care. hold up, but it's like a very like nostalgic for me, mm-hmm. which was Surf Ninjas. Do you remember Surf Ninjas? Did you ever watch Surf Ninjas? No. Um, 
<laughs> it was it was a, a very '90s movie um, about these kids who apparently were the heir to the throne of some kingdom, um, <clears throat> but they had been taken away and grew up in uh, Santa was Santa Monica. I think it was Santa Monica. It has a young Rob Schneider in it, um, <clears throat> and basically they were, uh, you know, all of a sudden like they start getting attacked by all these ninjas. And so they have to fight off all these ninjas and then they go reclaim their throne type thing. It's, it's, you know, it's got Leslie Nielsen in it. He's the main villain. It's interesting. Is he really? Yeah. The other movie, I know that doesn't hold up, but it's just, it's got a place in my heart. Uh, the other movie that does hold up is uh, Forrest Gump. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Never liked that movie. Really? Whoa. Yeah. How Never dare liked that you? Why? Movie. I don't <laughs> How know. How dare you? I don't know. This is my household. <laughs> <laughs> you have to leave why, now? Wait, no, why? Why didn't you like Forrest Gump? You can be honest. It was just too over the top. It was just... It, it, and I know it was supposed to be. Yeah. Mm. But it just... I don't know. Maybe I was in a bad mood when I saw it the first time or something. I don't know. I, I just I, never, never really liked it. I just love how like they you put him in like all those iconic like video footage of like, you know, yeah. you know, at the White House and things like that. And like how he just was the reason like a lot of things, you know, he's staying at the Watergate Hotel and he's like, there's people <laughs> with, with flashlights. You know, I think the power went out, you know, like shit like that. Um, you, you know what, though? I didn't like Forrest Gump until I watched it again, like later on. I, I think on I, tour. I thought I was amongst friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I, I'm pretty sure we were on tour when we when I watched it, and I was just like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it again. I keep swearing I'm going to, and I haven't yet. Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love that movie. I, like, something about it as a kid, like. Uh, I think because it was always on TV, yeah, and I would always watch it, and then I just memorized the like literally the entire movie start to finish. It was just one of my favorites of all time. I think I still have a VHS of it somewhere. <laughs> and now that we have a van with a VHS player in it, we can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Side note: ET, right? Mm -hmm. So I was. Uh, this is going to tie into uh, Mike questions everything, but there was this clip where they're talking about like, <clears throat> you know. At CERN, they're colliding particles and things like that. And mm -hmm. they think that that may be the cause for some Mandela effect things. So now, do you guys remember in E.T., him saying E.T. phone home? Mm -hmm. Clearly, right? Like mm -hmm. it said once. In the, it, he doesn't. It's E.T. home phone. Hmm. No, it's not. That's yep. Then they played the clip, and it's ET home phone. But Somebody I changed it. <laughs> I remember <laughs> ET phone home. Everyone remembers ET phone phone home. Apparently, it's not. Apparently, it's always no, been ET it. home no, phone. They changed it. <laughs> My questions every what if season one? <laughs> <laughs> That's why they they, they they had to make technology move faster so that we get rid of our VHS. So we wouldn't have have the. All of a sudden, proof, here's a DVD. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I sent that to Karima. She's like, what the heck? Because um, uh, they have, or she has ET on, on uh, I think, VHS. She's like, I have it. We should watch it. I was like, okay, we got to do our research. We got to see. We got to see if it's real or not. Let, so, me, let me know when you guys do it because I want yeah. to see it. 
<clears throat> you got to make a full report. We'll do a, a thick boy time machine on that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, TBTM, you know. All right. Well, then that leads us nicely into our next segment. <laughs> this is uh, this is a part where I think Mike wants to eventually make this an actual thing. But I, I now, really do. I want to make this a show. Well, uh, well I'm, we're going to start light. We're going to start very. We're going to start fun. Fun. This, okay. is a, this is a fun one, I think. Okay. Um, this one holds, I think, not a whole lot of weight. But normally how this will go is, so the segment is Mike questions everything as that Mike, has, he baits me. He, he's, always, he's always baiting me. He's trying to get me <laughs> to go full on uh, tinfoil hat mode. De- Jesse had a good one. <laughs> he did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's basically, so what... Uh, what it's going to be, and this is, I think, where Mike and I can take turns on, which scares me, but where uh, <laughs> we pick a conspiracy mm-hmm. and then we can go through different things with it. We can, like, we'll, 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 say the, we'll say the conspiracy. Yeah. And then at the end, we can all say whether we believe it, don't believe it. And then, but, but from after we give it, whether we do or don't believe. And then if we can tag something to it, as in, like, like uh, it could be like, I don't believe that. But that's fun, or I do believe that, but it's stupid. Like it can be all kinds of things because conspiracies okay. can be everything. And uh, I want to put like a disclaimer. Uh, well, I guess no, never mind. I was gonna say because we don't believe in some of these, but some of them we might. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this could be interesting. All right. So this one, like I said, this is one, and this is also. Uh, also, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read it, and then you guys, and at the end, okay. we'll, we'll kind of. So the conspiracy theory is that Paul McCartney died in 1966. Before you guys go in, before you guys, get going. <laughs> so at the time, and uh, around 1966, and and the following year, 1967, the Beatles held, not just the Beatles, but the Beatles and the record label held lookalike contests specifically for Paul. Yep. Mm. This is fact. That's factual stuff. Facts. Um, there is, so the, and then the support, one of the supposed winners was a man named Billy Shears. And then at, in 1966, 1967, around that time, the Beatles stopped touring. They no longer toured anymore. So if they did perform, it was like a one, one time thing, or they performed for something on TV, whatever. And then, uh, a college radio station or a college radio DJ is what, uh, kind of, like this had been this had been coming around around that time. People had been apparently had been like supposed corners had been leak, mm-hmm. had leaked it and this and that that Paul McCartney had left a recording session and was in a car accident where he was decapitated, oh. and that the label and the M M MI six or whatever they're under they're they're basically their CIA yeah uh, <clears throat> decided that they needed to keep it under wraps. Because of one, the Beatles were. Hu- I know, dude. <laughs> I can feel it. You can feel it land. Yeah. I like my. I, I felt like my <laughs> hair go down. It's yeah. a hefty boy. Yeah. Shame on us for not catching. Yeah, that. yeah. But um, and so uh, and so uh, so then um, so then so since then, people would be trying. They try. They're trying to find clues and everything. Since that release. 
And one of the clues that they reference is the Stars and Peppers album. They said it looks like a funeral. Paul's in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Abbey Road uh, album. Uh, people said it's like a funeral procession where it's like, um, I forget what it is, person in white. There's a person in white, person in a suit. Uh, uh, Paul is barefoot and has a cigarette pointing down, which apparently in Italy is a sign of the dead or yeah. a sign for the dead, some of that. And then the Don't thing, the flowers say like Paul is dead or something, something like, like that, that yeah. in the in the Sergeant Pepper one. But in Abbey Road, and the there, there's a, in the car in the back there's a, a bug, and the license plate says uh, twenty eight if. And the reason that uh, why people question that was because Paul supposedly died at twenty seven years old, so he would be he would have been twenty seven if he hadn't died at that time, or sorry he would have been twenty eight had he not died. Um, so another thing that they found is they started to do around this time, uh, playing songs backwards became really popular mm-hmm. and in, uh, oh, what song is it? There's a song where he, where I guess the line is repeated. Uh, it's like, I think it's nine, nine is repeated a lot. And when you play it backwards, uh, it's supposedly you can hear turn me on dead man. Yep. And then another one. Uh, where it's uh, it's it's John it's a uh, or sorry it's uh, yeah it's John John Lennon singing and there's a part where he I forget what song this is but he plays it back and it says uh, Paul is dead man I miss him I miss him actually that one I pulled up and I heard and it's interesting because his voice sounds like he's sad when he's saying it uh, Paul is dead man I miss him I miss him so that was a weird one and then uh, and then people have pointed out that through from uh, 1966 on that uh, Paul's height seems to be different uh, than it was in the earlier years of the Beatles. Hmm. So first off, <clears throat> is this a conspiracy that we've heard before? I've actually watched this documentary. Do me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, never heard of it Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and what's, what's crazy is that, um, like there's a lot of things that kind of like are weird are, are, are so weird. I, so to me, like when it comes to like the playing music backwards thing and like, um, like hearing messages mm-hmm. personally, I think that that's all just like, you're going to hear what you want to hear. Right. right? Yeah. So the, I don't really hold too much weight onto that because other than Missy Elliott, <clears throat> You know, it's really hard to record something in reverse and then make it say something, you know, the other way around. Um, But there are a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of weird coincidences and things like that. And then like if you actually watch that documentary, they point out like pictures side by side of they call fall, like fake fake, Paul Paul. versus Paul McCartney. And like they're like the ears are, are I think higher on one than the other. Yeah. Um, like the, the, like there was obviously surgery that was done and you can tell that there was surgery done on Paul McCartney. Um, but then like, there's also the people that say like, Oh, well he got in an accident and they had to repair yeah. it. Um, you know, but then others say like, Oh no, he was, it was done so that he would look just like Paul McCartney. So like, it's one of those things where there's just enough weird, about it to question it and it'd be super super interesting if if it was real i don't know if i believe it or not but they actually say the same thing about avril lavigne Mm. 
So there, if you actually look at it, like between Avril Lavigne back then and Avril Lavigne now, like they say, they, they can point out a lot of the same similarities. Like you can, like this is somebody who was her best friend, who they always said like they looked alike, that replaced her because they need to keep that like icon in place. They need to keep that star in place, right? So I mean, there's you know, without, without sounding like too crazy, like there's a lot of things that are like. Oh, that does kind of make sense. That is really weird and strange. I think the biggest case out of all of them is this Paul McCartney one where there's so much like fact and evidence and like, you know, <clears throat> like if, if the, there, 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 <laughs> if the, um, if the, this is all real and they're hiding all that imagery and like the record covers and stuff like that, like it's a very blatant, like it's hidden in plain sight type thing. Um, but you know, it's, it's also one of those things like, I guess, well, I guess we'll never know, you know? Yeah. So, but I think it's definitely super interesting. All right. So, so I guess we can, we can go down, believe or don't believe. I believe it. You believe it? I actually kind of believe it because, um, the Beatles at the time were like the biggest phenomenon in the world, right? It's kind of like the same thing like with Elvis, with Michael Jackson, things like that. Like when you have something that's so big that impacts such a huge population, for it to just be shattered would shatter like a, a lot mm. for, you know, not only business, like there's, there were, there had to have been companies that even indirectly were related to the Beatles and still were like their livelihoods relied on the mm. Beatles being the Beatles, yeah. you know? Um, there are so many, you know, like things that like, you know, the, the gears returning and like, you can't just throw a wrench in that because, oh shit, like the biggest face on the planet is gone, you know? Yeah. Like when it comes to like Elvis, right? Like Elvis was the biggest thing, but then you also saw Elvis's decline. Yeah. Everybody watched him kind of fall apart, right? Whereas the Beatles, you're at the height of stardom and then this happens and then like, what do we do now? Well, let's get a replacement for him. Because I think one of the, one of the biggest, one of the biggest clues was, was that um, he changed hands, right? Oh, yeah. Like initially he was right-handed right. and then all of a sudden he's left-handed. Yeah. All of a sudden he's left-handed playing like the, his instrument. So, and that was like one of the biggest clues that were like, wait a second, hold on. And like, no, it's just the way the picture is like a mirror image. Like, but no, he's playing with the <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, different hand. Now. So, <clears throat> you know, if they're going to do that with anybody, it's going to be the biggest artist on the planet to me. I don't think so. So yeah. too, too many, too many secrets. It's a, it would, somebody would have blabbed by now. I think you know, people have though. Apparently, and this is where you get a lot of the conspiracy. Yeah, that's where you get a lot of the. Oh, is it? Because yeah. I, I don't know. That's awful big to be keeping a secret. <laughs> it is. It is a very big secret to keep. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big secret, and also it's kind of. So I would. So I understand it. So one of the things that made it compelling for me was the money mm. for it, right? Because like, you know, we've had icons have died. People have died young, but. Uh, Nothing, I guess no one that had as big as what the Beatles were at that time because it'd be different had he died like even like a year before that it'd have been very different because the Beatles wouldn't I don't think they had come to the United States yet or any of that stuff and then um, and then if you go even like a couple more years later it would have probably been uh, maybe probably less different but like 
uh, I forget what other artists came around that time too that would have like lessened the blow of something like the Beatles that were taking over the world. Yeah. But um, for me, it's one of those things where it's like, like I don't, I don't care if it's like, if it is or not. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't change for me. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't affect anything. me yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, like I still, I still love Hey Jude. Yeah. Regardless of it yeah. was some, if it was Paul or someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's still muy interesante. It's muy interesante. Anyway, so yeah, it's a good one, I think. Or a good one to start with. We'll see how, <laughs> we'll see we'll see how, we'll see how people take that we'll one. We'll see what kind of response people get from that. <clears throat> hey, should we put out Muy Interesante shirts? Muy Interesante. I like that. You should. Let us know. I like that. I, I, had a, I have a segment, but I don't know how to what to do with it. And I don't want to rip off Ty, but it's, that's crazy. Like that's that. crazy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Raw was right. Every episode, Ty gets every, a mention. Yeah. Every episode, we have to. <clears throat> Ty keeps the lights on in this place. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so um, are we doing on time? We got, I think we could do we could do one more segment. One more, one more little segment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is we'll, I'll, I'll grab this from from over the internet. So I put out um, what is the topic that. Uh, are 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 and I put this. I'm starting to put things just now on on Walking Blind uh, Instagram because you know <laughs> you know I want we got before I post it for mine. Like if I do if I do a yeah. live, I'm like I'll go on mine and then I'll plug the, the podcast anyway. <laughs> so this is on our Instagram. So if you want to see these, gotta follow us at Walking Blind at Pod. Walking, yeah. Instagram. Also, if you're snoring, it's the dog. I was just going to ask, which one is it? It's Isley. Oh, okay. He's a loud one. So yeah, so I just said, what topic would you like for us to discuss on this week's episode? And, oh, oh, dang it. I don't want want this to happen. Okay, there we go. We're good. We're good. Last time I was fumbling. This is super hard. This is uh, just to show you that it does not matter how old you are. Technology can still be difficult. (laughs) (laughs) I got that one a lot quicker than I did last time. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so just some some questions. Um, so uh, I think this one this one's interesting. Uh, this is sent to us by Cindy. So it's your last day on Earth. What are three truths or life lessons that you'd want to leave with the people around you? Hmm. Three life lessons or truths that you would want to leave the people around you. <clears throat> Interesting. Three? Or for sake of time, what's a what's one? Three, three collectively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah, three of us. That way we can we can get through more of these. What do you got, Mike? Because you um, had time to read this yeah, question and think about think this. But I haven't had time to think about it. I've, I've read anything about it. um a, a truth. Hard work will never go unnoticed eventually it'll like it'll manifest in some way and it's always repaid by giving you more work yes that too welcome to the post office exactly (laughs) or we worked for some place like that yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) but look at the skills we left with and the yeah yeah, the skills and the trauma that we left Mm -hmm. with exactly what's the um, I would say that um, 
be careful with who you surround yourself with Mm. because the people that you think are your biggest supporters, um, a lot of times are not. Yeah. And the people that hang back on the sidelines that cheer you on, sometimes they're more supportive of what you're doing than the person that's right next to you. I didn't know how to like properly word that to sound like, (laughs) you know, you did a good job, but yeah. Renee, my turn. (laughs) Um, don't eat the yellow snow. Don't eat the yellow snow. Smell it first. Smell it first. I actually have a story about that, but which one? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were, when I was a kid, we used to go camping and stuff a lot, and we went up to—I don't know—I don't remember where we were, but we were in a cabin with a bunch of my parents' friends, and it was snowing, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, they used snow for our drinks, and one of the fathers took and he had iced tea, and he put it in the snow the little bowl of snow they had and then he goes oh look yellow snow he takes this big old spoonful and eats it we're all all of us kids are like just grossing out (laughs) but no anyway (laughs) i probably would say it always gets better it will always get better if you hang in there long enough Mm. Uh I i like that no matter what you're going through if you hang in there long enough it will get better. I like that. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, this is from, from Chris. Uh, I guess this is a two-parter. But um, what are uh, what are like what are future goals? Or who is someone that you would be starstruck meeting? Interesting. Um, future goals, uh, half of it, or sorry, a quarter of it has already been uh, accomplished. We got the van, uh, so let's build it out and mm-hmm. let's uh, get some cool people on the show. I think, I don't, I, I don't know. Like I, I've kind of, I don't get starstruck very easily, but... <clears throat> I'm pretty sure like there's there's gonna be somebody along the along the way. It might not even be like a musician or anything like that. It might yeah. just be somebody random that I'll Or just someone you'd like to meet even. Hmm. Who you'd be stoked to meet. I don't know, who would you who would you who would you say, Michael? For you? No, for you. Oh, for me. Because I gotta think about this one. Yeah. Okay. Um I would probably be really stoked to meet Oh, you know what? I'd probably freak out meeting Michael Jordan. You know what? I'm the biggest Michael Jordan fan, but I hear he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that he's not nice when you meet him. Yeah. Did you ever hear the story about how um, uh, Michael Jordan was at his basketball camp? And then uh, and somebody was like, yo, if Mike misses a shot, all you kids are getting free Jordans. And he made every single fucking shot. <laughs> he didn't miss one. <laughs> That's the goat mentality See, right I love there. That. I love I love that. Oh, you know what? I take it back. I would love to meet Shaq. 
Ah. Whatever, Joey. I would love to meet Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> um, J- remember, oh, Joey yeah, was supposed yeah, to hang out with us, Mexico. and then he was in Mexico with Shaq. Um, <laughs> I, I think, like, just overall, like, his uh, one, like, used to just love watching him dunk on people. Um, like backboards. Yeah, like, just shattering backboards. And then, two, like, his mentality on things. Like, like I, I just saw today a video about him talking about why he does commercials for the general Mm. right and so he was saying that um back in back when in the day when he first like was getting money he got a check and he saw this like beat up old bronco and he said it was like eight it was fifteen hundred dollars and he got a a a pell grant for eighteen hundred dollars so he goes i took it and he's like i I pulled out um, 1500 and he's like, I got it. I think he said he got a couple hundred bucks and the rest of it was ones. So he could show up with a big stack. He's like, and I went and I bought the car with all that money. So he goes, okay. So then um, <clears throat> they go, okay, now you have the car. Now you have to get car insurance. And he's like, what What's that? <laughs> and so he's like, I was shopping around. Car insurance was like 300, $400 a month. And he was like, I can't afford any of this. So he went back to the dealership. He's like, I'm going to need my money back. I, I can't afford insurance for this car. And they said, no, you can keep the car. There's this little company called The General that you can get insurance through. And so Shaq said that he went to The General and it was like really affordable. And they helped him out in the very beginning when he couldn't afford oh, wow. insurance. So, and I didn't know The General had been around that long, yeah. right? Like I thought it was just like those shitty commercials that you see, you know? And then so... Um, <laughs> And so, uh, and then Shaq said that like later on, the reason he came back and does ads for them is one, they were there for him when he couldn't afford it. And two, he's like, they really do actually provide good insurance at something that everybody can afford. And that's, you know, and I believe that because he also had talked about like, you know, kids used to get made fun of for wearing Shaq's instead of Jordan's. And he's like, you could talk all the shit you want about Shaq's being in Walmart. And he's like, but we've put shoes on millions of kids who could not afford to have shoes mm-hmm. versus yeah. you spending. And he said that he, the reason that he um, wanted to sell those shoes is because he had a deal with Reebok and a mom in the crowd was like, why are you selling your shoes for so much money? The, the kids mm-hmm. that want to wear them can't afford them. And he was like, you're right. They can't. And so that's why Shaq shoes are in Walmart and they're so cheap is so that everybody can have them. And I was like, it hurts my heart because I don't know if I could wear Shaq's, but I really want some more. <laughs> but yeah, man, Shaq's the goat. I think I, I think he's probably one of the few one of the few people I'd be like starstruck by mm. to meet. Plus, he's funny. I like the way he fucks with Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, who <clears throat> we're all like, I know, he <laughs> <laughs> just went that way. I, I had him. You did. You let him go. My my thing is to spend. I try to see where where they are, and I kind of I figure like they're not gonna take off going this way, and so I try to come at them like this. Usually works. I can go up if I take the time. I can go up and I can smack them and get them across the room. Right. Gotta go slow though. I used to catch them and then throw them against walls. Michael. <laughs> I didn't know you were so violent. <laughs> it was a long time ago, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like you. I don't get starstruck or lazy. I don't believe this. 
I don't. I don't. Who who was like um, growing up? Like who was like your favorite musical artist? Hmm. Or your favorite actor? Like if Tom Selleck were to watch. No, I'm just kidding. No. No. Um, shirt open. Yeah, shirt open. Shirt open. What about Burt Reynolds? Oh, heck no. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of who it was. Oh, I had... I had, uh, oh gosh, I can't even remember his name now. The band or movie? No, I was thinking of an actor that I used to drool over. Ooh, Ryan Reynolds? No. He's too young. (laughs) (laughs) Harrison Ford? Ooh. He was one of them. Harrison Ford is here! (laughs) Harrison Ford. Oh, when Kevin Costner came out with Robin Hood. Ooh, Ooh okay. Dude, I want to see that movie again. That's a good one. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, Christian uh, Slater? No. You were going to kill this one. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is no longer about podcasting. It's this all is about, not, about annihilating the fly. I don't know. I've, I've never really been... Robert Redford? No, my mom likes him. Whitney Houston. Oh, she's. <laughs> Get out of my death. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it... ACDC. No. Sticks. No. Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Steven Journey. Tyler. Used to love Journey. 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 Ooh, okay. 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 Yep. Used to love Journey. Now the Filipino guy or uh, the OG singer. <laughs> OG. Arnie or Steve. Um, but no, there, I, there's nobody I would just like go crazy meeting. Not na- not anymore. Maybe when I was a kid, but not anymore. I grew up with, uh, my mom used, she used to be a secretary and she was, she got to a level that she worked as a secretary for like CEOs and, and things like that. And I think that had a lot of impact on me when, you see this person that everybody, you know, this company, everybody's going, oh my gosh, like he just, he must just, the, the world must revolve around him. Mm. And, you know, getting to know these guys, it was like, you know, they're no different than anybody else. Yeah. So I think that kind of influenced how, you know, I look at actors and it's just like, they're just like everybody else, sort of. I put my pants on. Yeah, exactly. One leg at a time. Exactly. <laughs> and then I make gold records. <laughs> When this is all over, y'all be wearing golden diapers. <laughs> uh, well, what about you, Mike? Well, I said, I said, uh, Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, that's right. Or or the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Mm. Like all minor sports. What about Mariah? Oh man, Ooh, I mean, Mariah I'd freak K? out for different reasons. I think. <laughs> well, you would. You, would you freak out meeting Adele? Dude, I'd lose my shit meeting Adele. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I would lose my <laughs> fucking mind, me and Adele. I don't think you'd be able to talk. Mm-mm. No, I would, which, which is what sucks. You'd, you'd hit her with a hello and then be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, my problem is that I do, I do talk. My mouth does open and I'd say stupid shit. That's my problem. Like I was saying earlier when I met uh, Mike Rare from MXPX. Yeah. I was like barely coherent. <laughs> 
like that and that that shocked me i think i was like half more surprised of like why am i like freaking out so hard but um yeah big impact on my life so yeah adele oh yeah i'd lose i'd lose my fucking mind (laughs) (laughs) and and, okay so before before we get out of here um and we'll you know we don't have to go super super long on this but we can just jump into it because you've been hanging out with us today and we really haven't we haven't jumped in depth into this like like what what was it for you that made you decide to get into mental health and social work and this this kind of thing like what was it that that brought you here essentially was there something like that you can point out or was it like a this just this was my this was my calling this is my calling <laughs> no um because she like she was very like good with these kids like they <laughs> but I didn't lose my shit yeah <laughs> Which really only there happened once. There was a couple once. times that happened. Well, you just once that was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple was, times. <laughs> but you should have lost it way more based on just some of the insanities that happen in the house. But I always thought you were really good at like, because um, we, we did do a lot of like good cop, bad cop. Like yeah. we did a lot of that stuff. But like. Um, you guys never did bad cop, bad cop. Bad cop, bad cop, <laughs> cop worst cop. There, there were times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I thought you like, you did really well with that population. And then, uh, but I, I also could see, like, I mean, we talked about before when you're looking into other areas, I was like, ah, you do freaking well with them too. I think I, I think it helped a lot, um, that I raised a boy. Mm. You know, I had my son Mm -hmm. and I think that helped a lot because I could, you could relate relate to them better. Right. Um, because. You know, I brought up a kid. Yeah. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, I had, I had several things happen when I was younger. Um, that kind of, this is a whole nother episode. <laughs> that kind of put this me. Is the, this is the episode we want. Is, <laughs> <laughs> we can do another one. I was just a boy. Um, <laughs> um, I had a lot of things happen when I was a teenager that really threw me for a loop. Right. I think you and I talked about a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of started a, a kind of like a downhill spiral thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't end until I was in my fifties. Um, that, so like, like I said, so, a whole so, nother episode, you know, like it's still going, yeah, it's still <laughs> going. I'm still working on it. No. Um, but I think that had a lot to do with it because I remember how lost I felt. Yeah. Um, I didn't have anybody to talk to. Um, and I thought, so you get me nervous. Um, and I mean, you don't have to go crazy. No, 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 I won't yeah. go crazy. It, but it originally, that's why I wanted to work with kids mm-hmm. is that. I remember being in a situation where I wanted to be able to talk to somebody and I couldn't talk to anybody. And I think that's why R and I ended up with such a good relationship Mm -hmm. is because he's able to talk to me. Mm. Um, But I think that's why. And then I have, (laughs) since working there, I've decided that's probably not my personality. Yeah. Um, So I've changed my... I've got three classes left to finish this bachelor's mm-hmm. and I've changed my emphasis. It was on kids. 
okay. childhood and adolescent disorders. And now I've gone with a blanket trauma. Oh, okay. Um, and then if I ever go for my master's, um, seems to be a big if in this community. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's not as easy. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's the thought of just doing it, you know, going and all the work it's going to take. And I mean, and I mean, it it also is very thankless. You know, it's like a very, it is. And it's, I didn't realize how crappy it paid. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's bad. Like when when Mike was telling me, I was like, "Make what?" Yeah, <laughs> I can get you a job making yeah. that, <laughs> and you don't need all this school stuff. You don't have to put up with it. Well, yeah. Finally, when the one kid was talking about his mom being able to hire us at McDonald's for like a dollar more an hour, I started thinking. Heck with this. Yeah, we're like, wait, we're like, I'll, wait, go be, I'll be greeter at Walmart <laughs> get, or something. I don't know. It's, I don't have to put up with this crap for that. But and I think that's why. I think it, I think that's what led me this direction. You know, like so. we, we kind of like, you know, you're so, you have such a good sense of humor and like you're so, like you can riff with us back and forth, you know, so like we've, we've said some, some age jokes, um, <laughs> but I think that there's, there's also something to say about like the, the fact that like you have the wisdom, like you, like those yeah. years have given you like more perspective than, you know, like we might have yeah. on things. And I think that yeah. that's really important, especially if you choose to go into something like this. Yeah. Like I could give you advice based on my years here, but then you're like, I got you beat on that one. Yeah. Check this out, you know? <laughs> so, you know, I think that that helps too. Like the, the, the more experience and that you have kind of jumping yeah, into this. It does. And, and I, I was lucky to be, I wasn't nearly as lucky as him, but I was lucky to be able to live in different circumstances. And like, um, my son was actually born when we lived in Montana. He was, um, his dad was in the air force. And so we lived on base. And so I got to talk to a lot of people and yeah. from all over the country and, you know, find out the old wives' tales were really fun. But anyway, <laughs> um, and then we moved to Atlanta. Um, Where did you live in Atlanta? Um, first place was in Marietta. Oh, okay. Yeah. We lived there for seven years, eight years, something like that. I lived in Suwannee, Georgia, okay. in Gwinnett County. Okay. Yeah. I know where that is. <laughs> um, and so, it, I don't know, I've just lived in a di- bunch of different places and met so many different people that I think that helps too, is learning how to talk to different people in different circumstances. And yeah. Yeah. That helps a lot too. Tra- traveling is so, even if it's, even if it's just like, like the U.S., mm-hmm. and being able to see different parts and seeing how pace, just pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pace is so different, you know? And, uh, yeah, like being, I, I imagine being on a, on a base, you could see, or well, there's personalities. There's and, so much diversity on the bases. Yeah. There's so yeah. many people coming and going. There's mm-hmm. so much going on. Like this. It's, uh, yeah, it was, I really, I really, we lived in, um, Great Falls, Montana okay. on, on base. And, um, you weren't by the Dutton ranch, <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, I mean, I was 19 when we moved up there and yeah. so long time like, ago. Montana was actually a state at the time. There's like nothing out there's there. There's nothing there. <laughs> there still is nothing there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, 
I was born and I grew up here. I was born in Montebello and I've lived my whole life like within a 30 mile radius. Yeah. And so was that like a, so it, it's gotta be a culture shock then to go from California, you know, even California <laughs> back then. Right. Like to, I have uh, the biggest culture shock I had. I, our, our base housing wasn't ready yet. Mm-hmm. He likes you. Um, our base housing wasn't ready yet. So they put us up in a little hotel, you know, across town for a while. And we got there, we spent Thanksgiving with our families and then we went up to, um, Montana. And, um, so we were in this little hotel and, and we'd been traveling for a little while. So I went to go do laundry. The laundry room was down there. So (laughs) I did what I always do. I got in the shower, washed my hair and everything. I haven't blow dried my hair in so long. It's like, (laughs) so I take my clothes and, and, you know, my hair is wet and everything. I go down, I put them in the, the washing machine and I come back and I touch my hair. My hair is frozen. The, <laughs> the windshield factor at the time was like negative 100. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it does that. That's and awesome. my hair was frozen. And it, that was a culture shock. Yeah, that was a culture. Then I could get longer hair. But it, it, but it was fun. I really liked I loved um, shoveling in the snow. Mm-hmm. It's so quiet after it snows. It's so gorgeous. Um, now, I wouldn't do that so well, but... <laughs> I love the snow. I, love, I, I do, too. And yeah. If I can never... It's move. cool to visit. I, mm-hmm. I was, when I lived in Connecticut as a kid, I just remember... We both... <laughs> me! <were>. <laughs> 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 me. <laughs> when, I, um, when I lived in Connecticut, it was, it was very... Um, <clears throat> sorry. It was, it was very, like... Uh, also a shock because there was so much snow, mm. right? That like one day I remember opening the door and it was, I was a kid, so it looked way higher, yeah. but it was probably like, like four or five feet of snow, like just right in front of the door. Mm. And we got, we had to like tunnel <laughs> out of the house, like to go to like, and we actually made tunnels to like our friends' houses. And How stuff fun. Like that. that sounds cool. That it was would pretty be rad. It was pretty rad. But so, yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't know. I, I would like to move someplace that there's... In fact, I've been talking about Sweden. Ooh. Take off to Sweden. Nice. I'll never go. <laughs> but it's a great fantasy. <laughs> On my Instagram, I have, like, Sweden, and it did come up with all these pretty pictures. And so, so. so uh, speaking of Sweden, and we can kind of, like, end on this, um, and, and I'm, like, fact-checking myself um, right now, but... So <clears throat> when it comes to Sweden and it comes to the Swedish language, right? Mm-hmm. Are all the names of the things in Ikea actual Swedish words or is that just like made up things to sound Swedish so that we, cause I can't pronounce anything in that store. I've never been in one. You've never been to Ikea. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been <laughs> <laughs> we've learned that Renee hasn't been to Ikea. She doesn't like Forrest Gump. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of clarity we've received here tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. yeah I'm good. I have a feeling I'm not going to be welcome at the next show. Um. <laughs> You're always welcome. You're always welcome. This My, I only I know Ikea as uh, a place to get food. <laughs> Swedish meatballs. Yeah. Swedish meatballs. Yeah. Well, see, you need to go in with Google Translate. And just take pictures of all the words and see if they translate. Well, like when I Google all the words, immediately that piece of furniture from Ikea pops up. Well, like, like, that's where you go. Here. Gotta get this. Smart. This is fun. Ektorp. 
Like, what is that? It's a fucking bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get this. I have Google Translate. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to Ikea. We're going to figure this out. Yeah. I'll, uh, I, we'll, I, I, you should see what I do with these. I, I come up with all sorts of fun We'll do things. a thick boy update afterwards. There you go. <laughs> yeah, let us, let us know which words are real and which aren't. I actually I belong to a group, just a group on, um, I think it's just on the internet, but it's got people in it from all over the world, and, and um, we were talking to some of the Swedish people on there, and they were saying that actually that language is very similar to ours. Their letters don't look right, but you know? Yeah, there's a lot of those, like, like... The little umfla things. Yeah, those, yeah. The, the dots and the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. umfla. That's so. what they call it in <clears throat> German. But. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Well, uh, that being said, let's, let's, let's get out of here. Um, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, Anytime. You guys, you guys have officially met uh, the new intern, intern Renee. <laughs> uh, because me. Harry has not been here for 35 episodes. <laughs> well, I was supposed <clears throat> to be your intern. True. True. So uh, we are now. Now that we've like broken the ice with you, we're we're gonna bring you back and we're gonna talk more. We're gonna get more in depth. You know, whatever you, whatever you feel like talking about. Whatever get you want to talk about. Get your feet wet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, it's a little, I know it's a little awkward being on mic. You know, but it is. I and meant the microphone. I, look at myself, you know? I meant the microphone, not on mic. I oh. just you know. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> That being said, thank you guys so much. Uh, make sure you guys like, follow, and subscribe. Um, YouTube, Walking Blind Podcast, um, at Walking Blind Pod, Walking Blind Pod at gmail.com. Uh, one thing I've started doing, which I don't know why I didn't do from the beginning, we're starting to plug like the IG handles on the episode descriptions. Um, you guys will, we, we haven't talked about this. It's been up for 35 episodes, but now that we're making like these big money investments, there's actually an, an option if you feel like donating to the show and supporting microphones and stuff like that through ACAST. Um, so that link is available on the show as well. We're going to be doing a lot more cool stuff. And uh, like from here, it's like we're hoping a good snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Like where we want to we want to bring on like some of you guys' favorite bands. So, you know, some of you, some people that, um, you know, maybe you least expected to be friends with us. So we want to do that. So. <laughs> but yeah. We will uh, we'll check in with you guys soon. Uh, I'm going to try my best because we're recording on a Friday to get this up tonight. Uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. <clears throat> and that's that's it. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. you can have me. Yeah. I'll come back anytime. All right, guys. We love you guys. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.